welcome to another audio thingy by me and my name from my website. Uh, my name is Tom Jacobs. My website is tdjacobs.com. And uh, I'm an evolutionary astrologer, which is a very cool kind of astrology, and an energy worker and a channel. I'm kind of a shamanic traveler, psychopomp, healer kind of guy. There's three labels, evolutionary astrologer, energy worker, channel. But what I'm really doing is helping you understand more about what's happening on Earth and in your field, in your body, your consciousness, and how to live on Earth in a healthier, happier way. I do consultations, I do tutoring, and I do uh, energy work sessions. And there are 15 books and lots of channeled MP3s for your transformation, edification, healing this uh, MP3 here on SoundCloud is something I just recorded a few minutes ago about mass shootings. Why? Why, why, why? The question comes up. So, you're, so I think my intro explains plenty. I want to say that you can support this original audio project uh, at the right side of my profile page here on SoundCloud. This stuff doesn't happen without your support. You know, if you get something out of it that's good, send me a few bucks. It really helps. Okay, so let's just uh, get into this. Thanks for playing. Why does a person take a gun and shoot up the workplace, a school, their school. Why does this happen? There are... I just heard in, during Obama's presidency 11 times in 7 years that he's had to make a statement like this about some kind of shooting like this, mass shooting like the one in Oregon that happened a few days ago. So why does this happen? The question gets asked over and over again because we don't understand. And I want to take a little time to explore why these things happen. First, there's the data-based approach. Well, this, this person was a misfit. This person was antisocial. This person was mentally challenged or somewhat retarded or whatever, Asperger's autism. There's always, there's always this kind of reason that we ascribe to it. We're trying to pin a source to it. We're trying to affix the right source to it. We think that the availability of guns in the U.S. might be the problem. Uh, you know, we have all these different ideas from the linear logical mind, logical self, trying to figure out why this happens. All these reasons are wrong. You know, guns being widely available, it means that guns are widely available. It doesn't make people do this. It provides a tool. In certain, some cases, easy access to a tool to do these things. To help 
explain why this happens. I have to go back a few years. This has come up the last few days in classes and stuff I've been uh, teaching. Um, realizing that I don't still talk about this a lot, but this is completely relevant. What I'm, I'm about to describe to you for why this is what, one of the reasons why this kind of thing happens, and frankly may continue to happen. And changing laws about guns isn't going to do it. Anyway, um, at the end of the Mayan calendar. A few years ago, most people think it's the the winter solstice of 2012, like December 20th or 21st or whatever, of 2012, and it's the end of the Mayan calendar is referred to as 2012. I believe that it happened in late October, just uh, of 2011, and then the time between October 28th or 2011 and the winter solstice of 2012 was actually a settling period. Go back and think about what was happening in your life. The most important things would have been happening between those two dates, leading up to the first date, October 28, 2011, and then up until 2012. There's a settling period of, of what I'm about to describe. The end of the Mayan calendar, oh, and you can go see about 10 videos on my YouTube channel as well, I made during this time to explain these processes uh, in as much detail as I could muster as I lived these things. The veils between dimensions went away. The partitions within your consciousness went away. Prior to that, other life memories would surface now and then. And they would be hard to deal with if they were hard to deal with in this other life. Pain, loss, grief, anger, bitterness, resentment, blah, rage, blah, jealousy, whatever. All the different kinds of things from other lives. As well as joys as well as things that feel good. But the partitions being gone means that, like the veils between dimensions, including within your own consciousness, you are now more fully and more obviously, except you don't really know it, a multidimensional being with consciousness existing across time. So that's the setup here. All of us, what we're dealing with, what needs healing, what needs resolution, what needs to be made sense of. Every single one of us is dealing with stuff that is relevant for this life and many lives at the same time. Any given life, including this one for you, is holographic, is a holographic exploration of the themes your soul sets out for you. So many things that you experience during this life are echoes and holographic repeats, so to speak, holograms from this other part of the timeline. You are recreating these things because they are in your your subtle bodies. They're in your emotional memories, your mental memories, right? Emotional body, mental body. And so you are recreating things. You are manifesting the world around you, experiences and relationships. Things come to you that, that repeat things from other lives. So there's no particular source because from the soul's perspective, this is happening simultaneously. So there's no particular starting place. Well, well is, was it the first time 1342 in uh, Central Africa, or was the first time 2500 BCE in uh, Aboriginal Australia? Uh, you, you know, this is irrelevant. When the first time was. But the themes your soul sets out for you to experience, you get 
these certain experiences, manifestations, that then repeat across time because you are learning certain themes at the command of your soul. You need to experience this. You need to experience that. That's what the soul is, is vibrating through you. You need to have abandonment. You need to have the joy of family. You need to have uh, a wonderful promotion. You need to have a public shaming. Every human needs all of these different experiences. So all the things that are hard and that happen that are difficult are manifestations of soul commands. doesn't mean your soul wants you to suffer, but you need a wide variety of experiences so your soul can learn what it means and costs to be a human. That's the deal. Every single one of your lives, every single human on the planet, whoever will be on the planet, has that mission from soul. Soul says, I want to know what it's like to be a person. So you have a wide variety of experiences. Since the end of the Mayan calendar, things that are stored under the surface are coming up more loudly now. Crisis is occurring. A health thing is manifesting. A fear, a pain, a rift in a relationship. All of these things are bleeding through across time and getting louder and louder. That's the context. Why do people take guns? And so so there's that paragraph. New, new paragraph. Why does a person take a gun and shoot a bunch of people, you know, either to kill the self or then get killed by the cops, whatever. Why? Because we don't know what to do with pain. These are expressions of anger, and anger is always, 100% of the time, guaranteed. Anger is sourced in pain. We respond to being hurt with anger and its varieties. So why does it happen? It happens because we don't know how to deal with pain. We don't know how to go into what feelings appear to be dark and to love our way through them. We don't know how to do this. We don't teach each other to do this. We think there are certain pains that are worse or that are um, that, that uh, if we have certain pain, we'd rather be dead. If we have certain pains, sometimes it can progress to the point that we may want to hurt others because we hurt so much. The wide availability of guns dovetails with this scenario. But why does it happen? It happens because people act out from the pain through anger. And given this framework I was telling you about about the uh, dimensional veils being dissolved, more and more intense things from everywhere on the timeline are coming up for you. What are you doing about it? Are you trying to eat that pain into, into silence? Are you avoiding? Are you Netflixing? Right? Are you watching movies? Are you uh, uh, running on a treadmill? A little hamster wheel image to try to keep your mind off it? Are you drinking? Are you using some kind of sub other kind of substance? Are you sitting there furiously praying that it'll go away? Or are you looking at what it is 
integrating what it has to say and moving on. We don't yet, as a collective, know how to love our way through darkness. We don't know how to do that. These individuals who take up a gun and do this, it is from pain. They do not have the tools. They do not have a conceptual framework that tomorrow could be better. They are in pain. Regarding the kind of holographic nature of the multi-life journey and your multi-dimensional consciousness, you are now in the position of needing to learn that you are capable of anything and that you have at different parts of the timeline in different lives done many things some of them are terrible this I don't say this so that you judge yourself or start worrying if you're a bad person or if you were a bad person or whatever there are times when you've been painted into a corner there have been times when you have felt like you had to do something drastic to survive and there are times in different lives where you have been so pained that you might have hurt yourself or somebody else. You might have blamed somebody else. Or you might have just decided it was life, the universe, the cl this class, that teacher. You might have thrown your pain through anger on someone else. Or this, these people with that skin color or that religion or from that nationality, that ethnic group. You could have made somebody else wrong for the pain that you feel. You could have tried to take as many out with you, whether that's literal or figurative. You felt shamed, you might have shamed somebody else, just so that you're not alone, so that you can feel powerful. Again, don't judge yourself for this, but we have to look at the reality that every single one of us is capable of everything. And what you do is you hear any voice of discontent and pain, jealousy, rage, grief, frustration, feeling of being persecuted by, you know, this or this or that or life or God or whatever. You listen to every voice while you're grounded, you're in your body, and you're committed to getting through it. There is skill here, but there's also courage, the seed of which is in every single person. The skill is in maintaining conscious awareness of the feelings and the body. But this powerful seed, this courage within you, if you decide that you're going to make it through this, then you will. And how you do that I like giving instructions because I'm not going to say to you, oh, just deal with it, or hope for the best, or sit in a circle around a campfire and hold hands and pray for the best. No, no. Looking at the reality of what you actually feel so nothing is stifled. And if you're into astrology, this is Pluto work. And this is courageous Pluto work to become empowered, Pluto's about power and powerlessness and our perceptions of what those things mean and are 
and what they feel like. Listening to every part of you, every voice within you, and saying, you know, yeah, that feels this way, but I'm actually capable of generating love. The thing is, if you hold out of consciousness what may be true about you that would make you an awful person, anything you might judge yourself for, then you're spending a tremendous amount of energy refusing to own what is your power, which is self-knowledge and self-acceptance. I I always say, uh, unashamed, unabashed, unflinching self-awareness. Unflinching, unashamed, unabashed self-acceptance. Knowing all these voices inside you and saying, yeah, that's true. I have a strong reaction to this. Yeah, I have pain about that. I don't like this. I have an aversion to this. I'm. This repels me. This injustice makes me angry. This unfair thing, whatever it is. Or how people treat each other. Or what this thing I did. I'm angry with myself because, you know. But getting in touch with that from a grounded place can keep you sane. You're not going to be taken over. If you decide you're stronger than pain and fear that may come up because you can generate love. Do the grounding meditation, the free MP3 on my homepage. Do the grounding meditation. Open the heart. You open the heart. You're breathing the energy of the earth up into your body from your bottoms of your feet and your root chakra, having cords into the earth, drawing this energy up, bringing it up to the fourth chakra, exhaling through the fourth chakra over and over and over again. You're generating love. Try it when you're stressed. Try it when you're upset or angry or sad. Generating energy from the fourth chakra intentionally generates love, creates a soothing balm of compassionate acceptance. You gotta grieve stuff, you gotta be angry sometimes, you gotta cry stuff out. But you can decide that you are stronger than pain and fear because you have the ability to love. Parts of you that carry pain and fear don't. So we have to dissociate, we have to not let them take over. Again, grounded to the earth, be in your body. Recognize that there are parts of you that may carry these feelings that are so difficult to deal with. They are parts of you. You are multidimensional. And until you figure that out, the experience is chaotic. It's confusing. Why do I suddenly have this thought about that thing? Why do I... I'm, am I a racist? I just had that thought. You know, uh, well, I would do this in that scenario. Does that make me a bad person? Parts of you carry these questions and fears. Parts of you carry the pains and fears. And your job is to learn to manage them. And this is actually the focus of what I do. Yeah, I'm an astrologer, an energy worker, and a channel. But what I really do is teach people how to live with their multidimensional selves to integrate the past lives, to heal what's stuck, and to open up so they can actually do what they came here to do. And that's Pluto Empowerment too. And I do work with people all over the world to heal these things and to teach them to work through it. If you're 
if that piques you, give me a call. This is what I do. This is why I'm here, doing this audio, explaining this story. So why does somebody do something terrible? We want it, we kind of need it to be inexplicable so that we can't imagine that we would do it. We don't want a reason why this happens, why somebody chooses to do this. It's safer for us to remain in confusion because we don't want to see that we also could choose it. Now, this person's a misfit and socially isolated and has a learning disability and was adopted or abandoned or whatever. All these details that we try to ascribe to what motivated this person to do it. What motivated it? Anger. Where does anger come from? Pain that we don't know how to deal with. So your job, if you're going to evolve as a human post end of the Mayan long count calendar, your job is to embrace the multidimensional view and to listen to all the inner voices within you so nothing is suppressed. As you go, especially with Pluto issues, Pluto represents unconscious issues, unconscious material that seeks to come up. As you go, you will learn more and more about the possibilities that are within you. Like, 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 let's say that uh, suddenly you feel kind of intolerant about that group of people and you're like, God, am I a bigot? Am I a racist? And you kind of work through it and you're like, well, let me listen to that voice. And then you feel month, weeks or months later that you've worked through that and you feel good. Well, then you might have something else come up that would make your brain say, does that make me a bad person? Because when you go down this road, it's not one issue you have to heal. You ha- to be multidimensional successfully, you have to be willing to see that you could do anything, that you could choose anything. To put yourself in a thought experiment, imaginal space, in the shoes of somebody who is so hurt and is so messed up from that hurt, is so whacked out... <laughs> that the person acts out in anger and destroys other people. You could do this, and your job is to own this, and you know what? Your job is to own that it's possible you've done that elsewhere on the timeline. Let me forgive myself and integrate these parts so I don't have any inner monsters trying to get my attention, holding on to the pain that they don't know what to do with. Because you you can learn what to do with it. And all of this means being prepared to deal with, in a loving, compassionate, accepting way, some nasty sub-personalities. And you may think, well, I am a very spiritual person. And I love everybody. I love everything. I don't have anger. I don't know what this kid is talking about. It confuses my nice, calm self. Being spiritual and evolving right now, I cannot emphasize this enough, is not in getting into the upper chakras and hoping for the best. It is digging through your own emotional history from this life and then that will echo other lives. 
and working through what's unresolved all the time. Being prepared to deal with some nasty parts within you. You might be nice now, but if you assume that you could never do those things, you're not a whole person. You're not complete. If you deny the possibility that you could be pushed into so much pain that you could respond volcanically and harm others. You're not really capable, I am going to say, of actual self-love, and therefore the love of others. Real, purposeful self-love. Passionate self-acceptance. Which is connection to your divine nature. You can't do that if those other people have that problem. If you want to evolve right now, as of this recording in 2015, October 4th of 2015, if you want to evolve, your job is to embrace your multidimensional nature and explore what that looks like. You are all potential behaviors. You are all possibilities. You are all choices. You are not fairy dust and love and light. You are everything, including fairy dust and love and light. And so why do people do it? Because we need to love our inner monsters. We need to learn how to deal with our emotional issues how to deal with our feelings, how to deal with the intense feelings, the negative feelings. And whenever something is suppressed, what is natural becomes suppressed. It comes out later in wacky, unpredictable, distorted ways. Suppression creates distortion. If you're somebody who's trying to be nice and, uh, and denying that you're angry, or somebody who's trying to be happy and denying that you're ever sad, if that's you, you're, you're setting yourself up for distorted stuff later. And that's not evolution. Your job is to be real about who you are, what makes you tick, and the fact that you could choose anything. But you're free to choose love. But you could choose anything. If you can't do that, you're holding something back. You're denying part of your nature. It doesn't mean you're going to pick up a gun and go kill people. But if you create any barriers within you, and you hold on to what hurts, it might come out as anger, resentment, bitterness in some way later, and you're going to say, but I was a nice spiritual person. Wait, I am. Wait, I should have been. Wait, I worked for 30 years. I worked for decades. I meditated. I said this mantra. I did it really well. I pronounced all the words correctly. What went wrong? Because if you don't allow the realness to happen, distortion will come out later. Suppression leads to distortion. So you see all the things in the other people. You see all the potentials within yourself, and you love them all with compassion and acceptance. You don't shame or judge any of it. You say, yeah, I could do anything, but here's what I choose. 
I think the situation, these incidents will, will get worse. There will be more of them. Let me say it that way. Maybe not worse, but there will be more of them. And we'll continue to ask, why does this happen? We're on the brink of understanding. As a collective, we're not quite there yet, but people who are drawn to this kind of material, spiritual, metaphysical, whatever, etc., blah, blah, we're on the verge of really understanding what it means to be multidimensional. This is news to most people. Yeah, why over the last two years am I really thinking about that and focused on it? Because you, it's unresolved for many lives, and you can't help but be multidimensional now, but nobody told you. There's no manual. So you have to learn about yourself as an energetic being with consciousness existing across time as you go. And that's your job. And that is the end of this episode, the original audio project by, uh, by Tom. Thanks for listening. And if you get something good out of this, send me a few bucks through the uh, support this project link on SoundCloud. And also you can go to tdjacobs.com and check out the uh, playground, different people have called it, of uh, different uh, materials to uh, learn about life and navigate uh, becoming a more conscious spiritual being. Again, that's tdjacobs.com. And uh, thanks for your time and energy. Be well.